Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. This is the show about the show, the show within the show. As always, you can download this at its own PGP iTunes feed. Search Permission Granted Podcast or... On the normal DA show iTunes feed, just you'll see the PGP pop up weekly. And it's also on our website, that's cbsportsradio.com. Just click on the DA show tab. So Moraz joins me now, and I got to say, today felt like a really odd DA show. It's Tuesday. It just felt like there was a lot of aggression, a lot of things we couldn't control, some things we could control, but just... Maybe chaos and aggression all over the place. Yeah, I think awkward would be the way to just awkwardness all around, not knowing, almost like you were in a video game and I don't know, you were playing Mario Kart and you had to keep jumping over shells coming your way. Is that fair? Maybe yeah. you're not a Mario Kart player, but that's, you know, going yeah. to our gaming fan. Well, in a video game world, right, always having something to duck out of the way of. Right, exactly. That's what it felt like to me. Maybe we feel like this because of the way that the show ended. I think had the show ended more smoothly, I don't know if we would have felt exactly this way. It felt like we've gotten into some type of rhythm by hour number three. Yeah, it felt like maybe we were losing a football game, a 23-10, where you were in striking distance, the gap felt wider. We made a comeback. You felt good about it. You came back to tie the game. Then with 39 seconds off, you let the team go all the way down the field and kick a field goal to walk off and win it. Yeah, or... Right, there was a block in the back by us. Right. Or maybe we had a player that got a 15-yarder or something like that, mouthed off at the officials. It was just a stupid play that probably could have been prevented that killed us. <laughs> that's, exact, that's exactly how the end of the show felt. We're almost at the end of Trash Tuesday. We're in the final segment, and already the board had been on the fritz early in the day. So the board is where all of our audio pots are. And by pot, it's Correct. like a lever that goes up based on what audio channel you want. So my microphone's on one pot. Mraz is on a different pot. The music audio is on a different pot. Commercials are in a different pot. That's where the wheels of steel, that is the board that Pete the Body Bilotti is at every single day. Correct. There was already some issues on the board early in the show that led to some stress already going into the show right off the top. Correct. Basically, just the summation, the problem was where we fire our commercials that all of you guys hear in different affiliates, because you'll hear different commercials, we get music back on our end. That connection was not working, so we had to place a call to you know, our parent company who had to fire the brakes from their board in a different studio, so it just caused chaos. And as you can imagine, Pete the Body Bilotti under those circumstances, not exactly Eli Manning in a two-minute drill in Super Bowl Forty Two. 
So, Pete, to you, is great when all things are okay. He's a master, but if things start breaking down, he does the un- he doesn't have the ability to to get out of the, the grasp? Yeah, I mean, he can make plays still, but there's no calming influence in the huddle. Okay. He makes everybody else more stressed when he's stressed. Okay. And it gives everybody anxiety. And by everybody, I really mean me because i got to stand next to him the whole show. So this is how the show began, and we were a little worried, but okay, we're a little on edge, but... There was already some problems with the board. By the end of the show, they had the inability to connect to Jim Rome, who does the show out in California. Actually, they could connect to Jim Rome. They could not connect to television to get our all of the audio from the studio to Jim Rome's television. Okay. So Jim, we could hear Jim. Jim could hear us listening to the DA show. But back at TV, because these things are run out of like four different studios, they cannot connect to TV. So engineering, our engineering department had to come in and try to figure out why we can't connect to TV now. Okay. So this is happening, and this is a problem, obviously, because the time is ticking. It's now the final segment of the show. Correct. And right before we're off the air, now we're down to 20 minutes, 15 minutes before Jim's TV show has to go on the air. An engineer races into the control room where you and Pete are. Correct. As you are returning from break for the last segment of the show. And he blasts in, and we have the camera that shows you and Pete which is stationed at a tripod right in the middle of that area where he's trying to get into. And he just bull rushes into it like Christian Okoye into the defensive line. (laughs) Yeah, they would have called him for lowering the helmet. Absolutely. And the camera knocks into, we have a big speaker that, you know, we call a monitor that picks up all of our audio as well. That crashes into the wall. A piece of the wall, actually, I noticed chipped off a little bit. And there's silver underneath the whatever the paint was on the wall, and that's hanging. So now I quickly, DA, jump up. And by the way, Pete, I should say, if I want to paint the picture right, yells as the camera's falling almost in slow motion. <laughs> like one of those. So I jump up out of my seat, and the last thing you want is to get me moving when I think I'm home free here in the last segment. Yeah. I go to basically save it or prop the camera back up behind the engineer who is now on all fours working underneath our desk to try to figure out the controls. He then starts yelling at me that this camera can't be here in general. Like, that's it for the camera forever. So at this point in time, I see him having bull rushed the the <laughs> tripod, which is approximately like, let's say, five feet in the air or Correct, so. The yes. whole thing tips over, ass over tea kettle, onto the side, hits the wall, now it's behind him. Right. And Not I'm like, on the ground. It's like leaned against the wall. Yes. And so now I'm going like, okay, I don't know what's going on in there, but I realize there's an engineer in there. Something must be going on. But I can't see you anymore because now he's in the middle. Right. So now he gets on all fours and he's looking under the board. And now the camera is like tipping back against the wall behind him. And he's grabbing it with one arm, not even looking at it. Right. He's like shoving it around like it's an umbrella or a, <laughs> or a big cane, his old cane. Right. And I'm like, oh, this is bad because it's already on edge. Right. Then I see him from behind. All this is happening during the final segment of the show. He picks it up almost like a hockey stick in yes. two hands and slams it down to the ground in front of him. This was after I tried to reposition, reset it up, and that's when he yelled that, you know, you, this camera can't be here. So he just takes it out of my hands and basically slammed it down, ironically, like it was WrestleMania and he was going to body slam it in. And, and when I tell you, because it's soundproof, the noise it made, I thought the lens had shattered. I thought everything was broken. And myself and Pete, the body, were put in a position where, all right, we got to tell this guy that can't be, but he's also, 
in a race against time with the TV people for, let's face it, Jim Rome is a fi- <laughs> far higher priority. So maybe now wasn't the time to tell him to watch the eight camera. Can't be slammed like that. And I'm looking at you. You're trying to talk. You're giving me a face. I- I'm disgruntled. I- I'm angry because I think he just broke something. And it- the whole thing was a mess. And by the way, as we tape this, Pete the Body is stewing, waiting to talk to this engineer. I know. He wants a piece of this engineer now. He wants a piece. It was ridiculous. And so in the middle of all this, if you are listening to the PGP, you should listen to the final 10 minutes, maybe even the final five minutes of Tuesday's show, because you will hear me not be able to say anything. (laughs) I'm just biting my lip because I can't say anything. But you and Pete, I can see, are just like frustrated sad, can't do anything. You're watching this guy try to work, and he's just raging. What you had there was how I said Pete couldn't handle stress. That was an engineer that couldn't handle stress and couldn't handle the problem. And it's nothing worse than that. This guy completely made a mistake, but he's trying to fix a mistake that wasn't his. So, like, where do you fall on that? Do you have to let this guy know in the middle of fixing this mistake you can't do that? I don't think you can. I don't think that's your place. So that's why Pete's waiting now to do it. Now that the other mistake's been fixed. There's There was three faces in that studio, myself, Merez, and Pete the Body Bilotti in the final three minutes. So we're looking at ourselves like, what the hell is going on? And we're supposed to steer this ship quietly. And so, like, what can you do? You can't freak out in the middle of that. So you just have to land the plane. But yeah, it was a going, very solemn land. The epic fail was not as funny as it could have been. No, no. And we're going, what is going on around here? So I guess they've tested this camera this is again the camera that points on you and pete in the control room i guess cap has come in and tested it and it's okay well we can't confirm that oh boy it was tilted upward slightly he was trying to figure out that oh boy the belief is that it will work (laughs) but there might be some damaging on the angle we have oh my god so how could it happen how could it happen nothing is 100 set in stone broken or fixed yet we could confirm that the camera was operating but the it was as if the camera lens was now tilted up, and we couldn't figure out what. Maybe it was dropped a nut, a bolt, something fell out of it. And as we learned with this camera, apparently there's one wire in it that controls everything. So yes. we got to hope that was all right. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing was a disaster. And it should be noted, DA, that we started the show, and your brand-new cartoon head is now folded in half. So... You may have seen this if you watched Friday's show last week or Monday's show this week. Digital department got me a big promotional cartoon head of myself that we posted behind me, which is really cool, which I really love. It's also the logo on the T-shirts. Correct. Coming today, it's been vandalized. (laughs) Somebody snapped it at the neck. And I don't know if that was on purpose because I wonder if I might have an enemy or two around here right now. Is there a guy in the back? There might be a guy in the back. (laughs) (laughs) There might be a guy in the back, an unspoken guy in the back that might resent me for getting a little bit of promotion. Uh Uh-huh. Or perhaps the importance that the, the... Company has now put on WatchDA.com because they realize it's a profitable endeavor. And I wonder if somebody didn't snap it at the neck, wanted to snap me at the neck. A message sent. Yes. If you don't shape up, you're going to get snapped. (laughs) But right now it's cartoon you that gets snapped. It was a horse head in my bed I woke up to. I'm looking at it right now. The back is to it. You're trying to perform surgery. That's it. And by the way, completely severed at the neck. (laughs) This is bad. 
You wonder if the engineers are in on it, that's why they're slamming the cameras. Everybody's out to kill Watch DA. I know. It was a bad day at WatchDA.com. Cameras getting crushed. The cartoon getting crushed. Look, we just got to pick up the pieces Wednesday, but we're on the look for a guy in the back, 100%. <laughs> the guy in the back. This mysterious guy in the back. Whoever wants me dead. <laughs> or me dead. So I don't know where we go from here. I really don't. Oh, I, you know. I don't know. I think we just, you know, we we do our thing. They better bring more than a pea shooter if they want to come at us. True. But meantime on the show, Bob Clappish, longtime baseball writers, talking about if James Dolan would have bought the Yankees, that Brian Cashman basically hates Derek Jeter and everybody in the Yankees hates Joe Torre. I'm like, where did this come from? Yeah, that was an interesting interview as well. By the way, that feels like 14 months ago now, that interview, because it's been that long a day. But... It was more like, wow, there's just a lot of aggression or hatred going right. on that we didn't even expect. There's a lot of aggression and hatred everywhere. Within the Yankees, within the cartoon you, there's a lot going on here. Can't have it. Got to just look ahead. Get the hump day. And this brings us to one spicy moment where now there's a building conspiracy theory that Huge Freeze is purposefully tossing the competition to get back on the DA show at least just for five minutes to eat the death by salsa while wearing an Easter Bunny outfit. Which I don't believe. But that sentence had it all. <laughs> and when we get to side B here in a little bit, Bogus and I will dissect whether or not he is tanking. And I do break a little news that the listeners were not aware of <laughs> in side B involving Huge Freeze. <laughs> uh, I will just call on the record as I am firmly <laughs> pro-tank. Robbie is run by Sam Hinkie, and he's tanked. I, I think he has. He has a, an updated version that is before Side B was, or after Side B was taped. I can tell you now. Texted me again to assure me <laughs> that the salsa was just as bad going out as it was going in, and uh-huh. he would never tank. Good. Dot dot dot. Go Irish. Which tells me he picked Notre Dame to win it all. I did too. Uh, so boy. Well, then he you're in good shape because he's already behind you, and if Notre Dame wins, he can't yeah. leap. So you may be out of losing now. Well, I'm not out of losing because if Notre Dame doesn't win. Sure, but my point is if Notre Dame doesn't win, Robbie already has less points than you. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I don't know. How could it happen? But the bottom line is we got tanking, we have aggression, and I don't know where we go for the rest of the week on the DA show. I don't know either. All I know is this. I ate Death by Salsa with Robbie last year, and there's no way anybody on God's green earth would opt to do that. It was so bad. Unless you're that desperate (laughs) to get on the show. But he he has heard the reports and he wanted to answer those. Yeah, I think somebody got to his agent and let him know this is what people were questioning. And he's, again, denying them, which you would expect. Look, Palmero denied it. Clemens denied it. <laughs> Huge is going to deny it. You know, A-Rod probably denies sexting the model now. Well, look, do you mind if he tanked? It means you don't have to eat death by salsa. I want you to listen to Side B because Bogus and I discussed that. Okay. Do you, you know, is tanking good for the game <laughs> if it positively affects some of us personally? These are all issues that you will hear shortly. All right, a very bizarre week, a very bizarre day, and a very bizarre PGP. Here's side B. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, welcome into side B of the PGP. This is Mraz, host of side B and the executive producer of the DA show, joined 
by my permission granted podcast, Copanyande. That's not a word in any language. No, Andrew nope. Bogish. What am I looking for? I don't know. Campanero. I mean, that's closer to something. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, on the Yankees radio network, John Sterling always references Susan Woolman, my Yankee Campanero, I think. I don't listen enough to know that the answer to that. Okay. Well, yeah. you are mine. Thank you. I think. Okay. Now let's uh, let's get right into one spicy moment here. Yes. Because uh, early check on round one of the women's bracket. Now correct me if I'm wrong because I'm not following this closely enough. Mm. The end of the second round, I guess, was yesterday, Monday. Cor- correct. We are now in the women's Sweet 16 as well. They are one day behind the men. Okay. Very. They're usually two days behind. Yeah, Does exactly. this change this year? Okay. So where it stood before Monday night, and I'm not sure how much has changed if you've tracked this at all. I have checked myself this morning. Okay, and you're still kind of hovering around where you were? Um, All I know is that I am now on the first page of the leaderboard. I was on the second page yesterday. Okay. Robbie is still behind me. You are still ahead of me. Uh-huh. Kaplan is no longer in first place. Okay. I did not locate... DA or Pete before I got, I think I had to go into the studio for an update with Taz and Moose. So I know that I have improved and I'm still not in last place, which is really all that matters right, right now. Right, right. And that's all I needed to hear from yeah. you was that I am still ahead of you. You now, definitely are. Now, the irony of this is because we can't find anybody to do a women's bracket challenge, mm-hmm. we had to rely on ESPN.com, which is so funny because we are a CBS Sports Radio entity. So to do this, we're doing it online on ESPN.com. However, I am a company guy. I usually play my bracket challenges on CBSSports.com. And any sort of fantasy game, if not through CBS, I've done on Yahoo. Yes. I am not an ESPN.com fantasy bracket game, any kind of player. You understand what I'm saying here? And I'm with you 100% on this. So I had to create a login to get to sign up for this on ESPN.com. And now that login I've created, for whatever reason, is not working. So okay. I'm gonna. I have to play around with this more. I, as the producer of the show, have been unable to check the standings because I can't get into it. Yeah, you know, I um, and I'm not saying this as a as a company shill because I actually probably prefer Yahoo to CBS when push comes to shove. Sure, but I have never liked ESPN's like template format for fantasy games or for this. I don't. I still like yesterday when I picked up for the first time when I went to the site to see what my picks were saw how bad they were, then tried to figure out like how well I actually could still do with the remaining games. I still don't understand when I look at their bracket <laughs> what I got wrong, what I got right. CBS it's, is so easy. Right. You got it in red, points possible remaining. It's very it's simple. So when confusing. You, when you do a bracket challenge. But nonetheless, yeah. at least you've tracked that. Yes. And I know now that I'm ahead because this is the funny part. You're not playing to win. You're playing not to lose. Exactly. Because you don't want to eat that salsa with a peep dressed like an Easter bunny. No. But this brings me to what led to the epic fail on Monday's show, and that is that Huge Freeze is in distant last place here. Did I notice a new thing, by the way? There was like an announcer voice announcing giving a title to the fail of the day? Or do I just not hear that all the time? I mean, bogus. This We've had the same fail template since 2013. Yeah, I don't... See, that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm in the newsroom. It's news your room. epic fail. No, no. And then it said, like, conspiracy theory of... That was DA tossing to the fail. Oh, he did it in a different way yesterday. It caught my ear. And you didn't think that was DA? I didn't. I thought that was, like... I thought that was somebody else. Or I thought it was DA, like taping it no. to lead into it to give it a title for the first time. No. Because I, I hear things like third hand in the newsroom because I've got people around me talking. Wow. The speaker's next to me. 
I can hear FAN, so I can't hear every you single make excuses. syllable of the show. But yesterday I heard, like, DA throw, and normally it's just, like, this is the fail of the day, and then that starts. But I heard, like, Sean's huge freeze conspiracy theory, and I never heard a succinct, dubbed-slash-taped huh. title like that before. Well, that was definitely DA's toss. Okay. 100%. And he did that live? He did that live. Yeah, that was caught my ear like it was that, different. That was the way he tossed. Okay. So, start listening, bucko. I'll do my best. I keep saying bucko no a lot promises. on the show. At least that's a thing, not... Companiero pancake, whatever you said. At it's the not beginning. a pan- I never referenced the pancake. I don't know, they're just extra syllables in there. But anyway, back mm. to the conspiracy theory. I think Huge Freeze is throwing this thing. So DA said, should we involve Huge Freeze? And our, our point was, Huge was grandfathered in. So for those of you listening now that are wondering why Huge, if, even after banishment, was allowed to do this, mm-hmm. because he ate the salsa last year and was a part of this challenge, he was grandfathered in. Like Craig McTavish in the 94 Stanley Cup finals With being no allowed helmet. to play without a helmet. Now, right. is, he, is he in it forever or just this one more time? No, I think once you're involved in something like that, you're in it forever. But then okay. that becomes a real sticky line because then you can make the case, well, then isn't he grandfathered in to do college football picks next year? It's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. But that's a regular segment on the show. So I would say he's banned from all of that. Okay. So he was allowed to do it. But him, as I mentioned, he hasn't done much in three months. We yeah. haven't seen him surface... On another radio station, we haven't seen his career blossom like many had predicted, so maybe he needs the DA show, maybe he understands that. Huge is smarter than we think, Bogus, and I think he seizes this and says, I got to do everything I can to lose this bracket challenge to get myself on the show, and hopefully these guys then again see and remind my talent and get me back involved. Yeah, I mean, I that would have never crossed my mind, but now that you've brought it up, it is absolutely on the table of Robbie having the forethought and the foresight to do this, to get himself, even if it means utter embarrassment once again and maybe physical harm. Sure. But to but he would do it to get back in the mix. There's now, no doubt about that. Now, I'm going to break a little news on this PGP Uh-oh. right now, and this only further backs my point. This is news that DA is not privy to at the time of recording. Okay. This is news that only you are going to hear. Wow. Okay, and this only, again, involved what I thought about last night about him throwing this. I received a text over the weekend on either Saturday or Sunday from one huge freeze Mm. saying, quote, I guess I didn't read the fine print on the punishment for the women's bracket. Jeez, what a peep show. In other words, he might have thrown the bracket to be talked about and now is panicking a bit at the idea of eating a peep dipped in that hot salsa. Because maybe he wasn't fully aware of the punishment, but now it's too late because he was already throwing it. Right. Which would only speak to DA's theory that nobody would ever want to go through that hellfire and brimstone. Brimstone is that the, the term? Uh, I, I think it's. I think you're combining two legitimate terms. Okay. Yeah. Well, if I, I think combi- it's fire and brimstone, not hellfire. And hellfire is its own thing. So not hellfire no. and brimstone. You just made like a, a wheel of fortune category before and after. Oh, okay. Yeah, hellfire go. and brimstone. Yeah. Can I buy a vowel? So huge, huge now not wasn't aware of that. So that would totally wipe out DA's theory that nobody would want to put themselves through it. Do you think this is a significant news to break here when discussing the conspiracy theory? I mean, I, I do, but I had a different reaction as I was listening to you break that news just seconds ago. My My first impression of his text was that, like, that's him acknowledging what's going on. Huh. And that's the cover. Like, that's his cover. So, like, I didn't know what was happening. But, like, 
when he makes a joke, like, you know, the peep show joke, that's almost like, you know, the sarcasm to me in that is like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, I'm doomed just like I wanted to be. That that's how I heard it come out of your mouth. That ap- Well, a lot of things come out of my mouth. That absolutely yeah. could be the way to interpret that. So, look, my worry here, and it's going to be very hard to prove, ultimately, because nobody is going to know unless it's huge for you. Right. And you, everybody's going to have their theories one way or another. Right. And as typical with Until this— Until the full report's released, we'll never know. Right, yeah. right, the Mueller report. <laughs> um, this is just one of those situations where, again, we find ourselves with a women's bracket— Somebody dressed like the Easter Bunny, eating peeps with hot salsa in the most ridiculous controversy ever. Like, this show just cannot escape controversy when it comes to the most ridiculous situations. And And huge freeze throwing. This is a ridiculous situation. And really, I mean, we just, we all win as long as it's Pete or Huge in the suit eating salsa. And then... Uh, By the way, I was really rooting for Pete to get it. Me too. He deserves. He absolutely 100% deserves. Hundred percent deserves shame and ridicule and embarrassment. hundred percent. Right. And for yeah. those of you who don't know, maybe we've discussed this. We had another challenge or a punishment set up where we would dress as the naked cowboy. Yeah. Which is just you know somebody in underwear and cowboy boots playing a guitar. You were against it, but Pete was like, I you know no way am I doing that. And I was a little disappointed by Pete's reaction to that. So now I really want Pete to eat the salsa. Yeah. And. Look, huge doing it is still going to be funny. Yes. If he gets to that point, we're going to love it, and you know he's going to be perfect for that role. I just wish there was a little more integrity behind it. I don't, because uh, you know me. <laughs> First of all, if he's throwing it and making me safe from doing it, great point. I'm all for it. Great point. On the and also too, I'm a big huge fan. I mean, Da is number one. I might be number two in the fan club. So I want him back in the mix in any way possible, even if it means his possible physical demise here. All right, and one more before I let you go. Please. If Huge loses this, throws it, doesn't throw it, Mm -hmm. whatever the fact, and comes in studio, the bit is you dip in the peep, in the salsa, dress as the Easter Bunny, and you're going to walk around, hand out candy, dress as the Easter Bunny with your mouth on fire. Because he's here on a technicality and in studio on a grandfathered in, does he have to sing a song beforehand? Um, I think, yeah, and I think this is where, to the bigger point of him getting back into the show, right? this kind of contest doesn't require him to be on the air. So that's why I think it's safe that he's involved. Like, the the pick thing is only on air. Right. So And that's what he's really banned from. Well, you gotta eat from. the salsa on yeah, air. Yeah, but it's not, it, it doesn't, it's not as, it's not as, it, first of all, it's not weekly. Second right. of all, it's not as... As a huge thing, it doesn't require any kind of forethought. It's just him taking his punishment. Mike is on, bits over. All right. So I, I think that um, I think it's okay that it's going to happen this way. And I think mm. that if he's here, the least we can do to give him some some way to come close to breaking mm-hmm. even on this is the small window to sing a song. But that's what he wants. No, I know, but that's what I want, too, so everybody wins. <laughs> and you know that's what DA's going to want. Yes. So should Huge he's shall... He's to sing after the salsa. Uh, how, about this, how about this for our Twitter poll question? Should Huge shall he lose the challenge be allowed to sing a song before eating the peep and salsa? We'll take those answers at Mraz CBS and at Andrew Bogus with a C. Yeah, where that C is, though, is up to you guys to figure it out. Figure it out. All right, that's it for the Permission Granted Podcast.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.